I'm Paige Waterhouse. And I'm Nabil Reza. From the Cavalier Daily, this is On Record. This year has been a messy one, and following the delayed opening of grounds, several dorms are now being quarantined. Today, we will be going over how and why we have come to this point so early into the semester. We will elaborate on the situation in the residence halls, Balls Doby, Kellogg, Eccles, and Lefevre, as well as updated policies concerning COVID-19 and what these outbreaks might mean for the university's future. Students wanting to come back to Charlottesville were required to take and submit a negative COVID test. Of the 18,122 screening tests, only 65 were positive. The university took other precautions, including increasing the number of quarantine rooms and more robust efforts to test students. It was hoped that these changes would allow for a smoother transition back to grounds. UVA has had to shift their strategy in preparation and response to rising cases. The university pushed back the start of in-person classes until September 8th. These changes were made in response to case data moving in the wrong direction. But university officials continued to push to reopen for in-person classes in the hope of keeping UVA's community strong. With such a large population of students living off grounds, UVA had to consider that if they decided to go online, large groups of students would return to Charlottesville regardless. University President Jim Ryan alluded that this might have been what led to the opening of grounds. In an interview with the Cavalier Daily, Ryan said, Quote, I've always thought it was an incorrect premise to say we're making a decision about whether students are going to return. Students are going to return. Students have returned. End quote. In early June, President Jim Ryan announced that as long as public health regulations would allow it, students would start fall semester on time. First years in on-ground residence were expected to do a staggered move-in, and the in-person semester would go straight through Thanksgiving without a scheduled fall break. Other regulations included a 15-person limit on gatherings and mandatory public mask wearing and social distancing protocols both on and off grounds. Following increased cases and outbreaks in several dorms, regulations were temporarily adjusted to include a 5-person limit on gatherings and more strict mask wearing and social distancing protocols. In mid-September, five confirmed cases of COVID-19 were found in the Balls Doby Residence Hall and on subsequent testing, there have been 10 more confirmed cases. All 188 students in Balls Doby were notified on the 16th after the five initial tests and indications of infections in wastewater. These students were not allowed to leave their rooms except to pick up food from a tent outside and use the restroom until they received a negative result, and those who tested positive were moved to university isolation rooms. Close contacts were moved to quarantine rooms. Balls Doby will also be retested on the week of September 28th. This experience was repeated with two other dorms, Eccles and Kellogg. Residents of Lefevre were also all tested after wastewater testing indicated infections, but were allowed to continue with normal operations because no active cases were known at the time in the dorm. After testing, positive cases and their close contacts were moved. The dorm quarantines have severely impacted all quarters of the university's life. First years are experiencing what was supposed to be their first year of autonomy under necessarily strict isolation regulations. Returning students are adapting as grounds has become almost unrecognizable in terms of student activity. Professors are adapting to teaching over Zoom, and university staff faces the daily struggle of supporting the community under less than safe conditions. We spoke with several students over Zoom about their experiences with the dorm shutdowns in order to construct a narrative of student life during these outbreaks. In these interviews, you will hear the disguised voice of an RA in Balls Doby who requested to remain anonymous for this story. 
before we had to go into the lockdown, I think there was a really good community starting to form um, within the dorm. You know, I didn't see too many people going out or going, you know, in other residence halls. That's not allowed this semester, obviously. So there were a lot of people hanging out with, you know, residents from other floors. My name is Alyssa Underwood. I'm a first year and I'm in the College of Arts and Sciences. Life in Balls Doby before the quarantine shutdown, I mean, it was pretty good if I felt like everybody was being really responsible and like, cause like everyone, there was never a time you saw someone outside of their dorm room without a mask on. And like, we did a good job of like being aware of like maintaining social distance. There were times in like study lounges and stuff where like maybe we weren't exactly six feet away, but we were wearing masks and being safe and doing our best not to like interact with too many people, or at least that's what like my group was doing. I don't know. I can't speak for everyone in balls, but I like to think that most of us were being responsible. Yeah, I felt nervous about the restrictions and enforcing, but I was actually seeing, you know, most of the residents were completely complying with them. You know, some people forget their mask if they're walking to the bathroom, that's one thing, but I, for the most part, didn't really see, you know, any huge gatherings, um, any people, you know, hanging out without masks for a long period of time in the shared spaces. So I felt pretty reassured pretty quickly that the residents were actually following all the rules and guidelines. I'm Olivia Abbey. I'm a first year UVA at College of Arts and Science, and I am in Eccles Residence Hall. Yeah, so we did like a decent job. There's definitely some people you could tell we're like going to bars, partying and stuff. I would say there was reasonable compliance. You could sort of sell, see the divide and even the best people weren't following the rules exactly. So most students are doing a decent job. And then there are a few who are like super vigilant and a few who are super reckless. My name is Zach Belkayat. I am a first year in the School of Engineering. So when I realized that we were going to be locked down, um, I believe they sent an email an hour before the like quarantine period when, the, when they would then come and test us. So I think it was like 5 p.m. on that Wednesday. I, I, you know, as soon as I got the email, I was kind of freaking out. I was with my roommate. And we were like, this is crazy. And we had no clue what to think. And so we're waiting. I, I played music out my window to the front of the of the building and everyone else had their um, windows open. Obviously, the song choices were a little bit topical, like Toxic by Britney Spears and stuff like that. So it was about like three o'clock on Friday and I was in my bed. I was studying and I got the email and I like looked and I shot straight up and just looked at my roommate and I started like kind of cackling and she was like what is wrong with you and I was like we're in quarantine because it's just all so surreal. So then they said if you're in your room stay in your room if not be back by four. So of course as soon as everyone got their email everyone like ran out into the hall. So then everyone was like well shoot we should stock up. So my roommate and I were like get our last fresh of fresh air and we went to the dining hall got some fruit and some bread and stuff. Yeah, there were some rumors going around about cases, but we didn't have, we hadn't gotten any, um, like, official notification, or at least I hadn't. I had a friend of mine who I had been sitting with, uh, I think it was Sunday night, and he started showing symptoms on Monday. 
And so he was like, hey, I'm showing symptoms. You might want to like call student health, see what's up, blah, blah, blah. So he texted us and told us that he was getting tested and that we needed to like try to isolate a little bit until he got tested or until he got his like test results back. So we tried to like limit our contact with other people and like be responsible and stuff. And then he got his test results back, but they were inconclusive and he got them back Wednesday morning. And we were like, mm, that's an uh-oh. So we called student health and we were like, what are we supposed to do? And student health was like, well, um, and at the time, the first time we called student health, he was supposed to be getting retested. So we called student health and we were like, hey, what's up? Like, what are we, what are we supposed to do? And a couple people had this issue because like his test, he was like around a couple of us. So we all had like this problem with student health where they were like, well, since they're testing him again, do your best to quarantine inside your dorm room until we get his next test result back. And so we were like, okay, cool. He texted us a little bit later in the day and said that he wasn't getting tested again and they were just counting him as a positive result. So then we called student health back and we were like, hey, uh-oh, he's getting, he's just positive, so what do we do? And they were like, oh, okay, well, and we were on the phone with them for a while because I guess they hadn't run into this problem yet, so they weren't sure exactly how to navigate it, but the person that I talked to was really, like, helpful and, like, I think she was like, okay, yeah, I think we're just gonna say, we're just gonna move you guys into quarantine. So we got told we should, like, wait for an email from the dean of, office of the dean of students on how to, like, proceed and everything. We packed up our room and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden we get an email from like balls that they're shutting us down and they are testing us. Yeah, so when we got the lockdown email, I was actually just, I was in my room um, and everyone in the building got the email at the same time saying that all residents of Ball State had to return to their rooms by 6 p.m. for mandatory testing. And it kind of, to me, it reminded me of the Purge movie where like the siren starts going off like it was just, it felt just so weird um like some sort of like dystopian novel or something. They were really good. Myra is super sweet so she sent out a text so we had a few cases on our call already so she had been monitoring and like helping us all stay calm and giving information as it comes. So it was just kind of continuation of what we already knew. I don't think she knew any more than us, but she wanted to help like ease worry. And then she also was texting the other RAs to see like the, the top floor got the test first. So she was telling us like what the test would be like because some people were nervous. There wasn't a whole lot she could do, but she was mostly talking us through it and being available. We got the email at the same time that the residents did and we received a follow-up email afterwards. The RAs didn't get noticed, so we didn't have that much more information than the residents did. We just kind of had to tell them to go along with what the email said. So it was mostly just kind of fielding questions about what was and wasn't allowed during the mandatory quarantine period. We get the email from the Office of the Dean of Students that tells us how to like handle going into quarantine. But we had to wait because they had to come by our room and test us. And so then that whole thing settles down and stuff. And everyone, like, after, when we were trapped in our rooms, everyone, like, opened their windows. And there was, like, so much shouting and, like, talking to, all, to each other and everything. It was crazy. And then we moved into quarantine. Yeah, my roommate and I were just studying on, like, a Friday afternoon. And then these people knocked on our door. I mean, we were joking. It felt like we were in, like, a simulation. Because, and then we just kind of, like, went back to our rooms. We were testing. It started, like, right around 6. The testing crew they came to the building yeah everyone was supposed to stay in their room and then the testing staff would come and knock on your door and you would just open it and they would do it like in the doorway and they're like head to toe in medical gear 
so it was definitely a very interesting site, but it went pretty efficiently. The testing staff were really friendly, so it wasn't it wasn't a too scary of an experience. The people taking the COVID test were super understanding and patient and kind, which I thought was important because it's a new experience to a lot of people and they probably were anxious. And so I thought they did a really good job. We got our test results back like a day or so later. And my roommate and I were both negative, but they kept us in quarantine for like, I'm pretty sure 11-ish days because like we could have developed symptoms at any point and it could have been a false negative and they just wanted to be careful. So yeah, I was in quarantine at the Hampton Inn. My roommate and I both went back and forth. We were like, there's no way we have it. And then we were like, you know, thinking through everything. We were like, oh, maybe we could have it from like this. And just a lot of back and forth. And eventually we were just kind of like, whatever, we'll just have to wait and see. But most of us saw it coming almost a little bit funny because it's just like so unreal. Life at the Hampton Inn was, well, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of nice. I got a king bed. It was really soft. I had my own bathroom. So that was nice. And so like the first day that I was there, I was like, okay, I can do this. It's going to be fine. I unpacked my stuff. I was like, it's okay. I'm going to be here for a little while, whatever. And then I think by the third or fourth day, I was like, oh, I am so alone. And it's like really hard because I had gotten into a routine in um, like living in balls of like going to study with friends or like doing classwork, being around other people so that like we all motivate each other. But it was so hard to motivate myself to like do what I needed to do and like go to like it was hard to focus during class and everything so that really wasn't and it really did feel kind of like something out of a dystopian novel. The food was not brought to the dorm we had to leave the dorm to walk down to O'Hill and then there was a tent set up outside of O'Hill where we could pick up the food um and we were, there would be two hour time slots for each meal and they actually gave us a decent amount of food, which was nice, um, but there was there were only two options. There was like a meat option and a vegetarian option. For dinner, I went pretty close to five when it was supposed to start, and we got down there and nothing was set up. So they didn't actually start serving dinner until I believe six. For breakfast the next day, it was kind of a similar situation with the times not being they were like between these two hours food will be delivered they put it in a study downstairs and they had just like bags and then a few like dietary restriction bags and so you were just supposed to go down and get it sometime in that two hours it just felt a little ridiculous to be standing there in line with 20 other people when we were supposed to be quarantined but yeah that just kind of felt funny that we were quarantined but we were all standing together in a group waiting for our food but yeah you just grabbed your food and took it back to your dorm and ate it there i know that Breakfast wasn't delivered till 12, but other than that, I think it was fine. And they gave us snacks also. So they gave us like a brunch type thing, and then they gave us snacks, and they were supposed to give us dinner, but we ended up not eating it because we were like let out in time. So I think it went pretty smoothly. And I'm, I'm vegan, so they had good food for me. I felt like I was like being fed. But UVA was really good and like worked with us. I have um, celiacs, so I'm allergic to gluten. And they, on every bag they gave me, they like marked celiacs and stuff. And they like gave me prepackaged, like specified, like gluten-free things for the most part. So that was really good. I really appreciated that. I think someone was playing music from a speaker, like from the time people got up until we went to bed. Um, people were organizing like chants and stuff. So it seemed like people were, were making the most of, of a difficult situation. I would say most of the quarantine experience, like from everyone that I talked to, we didn't get much done. 
in terms of like work for uh, classes because everyone was really high strung and nervous. We were basically on our seats, on the edge of our seats the whole day on Thursday, waiting for those uh, test results to come back. Overall, being quarantined is not good and it kind of sucks to think about, but we really made the best of it. They finished testing our dorm around 8 p.m., I, I believe, a little bit before 8 p.m., um, and we started getting results around 9.30 the next evening. So I think it was just over 25 hours from when they tested the last resident to when we started to get uh, results. And the way that those results were communicated, people who were positive uh, received a phone call. Um, also, roommates of positive tests received a phone call because they had to go to quarantine. And then we were told that if we didn't receive a phone call by midnight to assume that we were negative. And then we actually didn't get confirmation of the negative, or at least like we didn't get an email or a notification in the Healthy Who's portal until Saturday or Sunday. It was a few days later before we got the negative results. We got an email before they started notifying people saying they were about to start calling people. So then it was like a two and a half hour window of people just waiting to see if their phone was going to ring. It caused residents to have to be moving out and going to either isolation or quarantine housing at like midnight. And for some people who were in some of the farther locations and they were having to take cabs, like it just, at least from my perspective, it made an already very stressful and scary situation that much more scary and stressful. That was a like really fast. They said it was gonna be 24 to 48 hours would be the results. And I think we got it in maybe like 22 or something like that. Um, so they sent out an email uh, Saturday, like mid morning. And they said, we've identified two more positive cases. You'll be getting a phone call if it's you. And then by 2 PM, the results will be posted on like your Who's Health app. I think your results came around 12 or one but they said they wanted us to stay in quarantine because they were going to do contact tracing and quarantine those people. And we didn't really know what was going on because they were like, just stay in quarantine for now. So we didn't know when we were going to get out. Um, I think it was around five o'clock maybe. Um, they just sent out a text that was like, Eccles residence, your like temporary quarantine has ended. The entire time that um, I was in my like, in quarantine, we weren't allowed to exit our rooms. So I didn't get to go outside and I hadn't had like fresh air in like 11 days. So the like best thing ever was getting to like step outside the hotel and just stand in the fresh air. And it was like a really humid, muggy, gross morning. So I usually would be like, oh, why? But no, I was just so grateful to be outside in the air. Oh, it was so nice. Yeah, literally everyone like sprinted out at the same time as soon as we got the text. It was really funny. The feeling involved is definitely changed now. Um, it was a bit weird directly following the testing with, you know, residents being gone. Um, the building definitely felt pretty empty. Some of them started to come back now, which is good. But with the new five-person restriction on gatherings, there's not as much hanging out in the common areas, like the study spaces and the lounges. People who were sent away for COVID, all of those people are just starting returning. And it was like within the first week that they got sent away. So there's like these new people that are showing up that you like don't know who they are. 
So that part feels different. But after quarantine ended, I think because we only had one additional case, it felt more like a false alarm. So I don't think people were more cautious or anything like that. I really don't think that our dorm was doing anything that much differently than other dorms to result in more cases. Again, from everything that I had seen, most of the residents were complying with the restrictions. When I go out, I do see most people wearing masks, which I think is good, but definitely people want to socialize um, over ways they're like cautiousness for COVID. So sometimes that results in them not social distancing. We also just had our follow-up testing today. It's like, it's kind of like this ongoing process. It sort of feels like it's just never going to be done. Dorm dynamic wise, I think that everybody's being more careful. The um, new rules of like, you can only have like five people in a group um, has definitely limited the amount of like giant groups that I've seen, I guess. Um, and so everybody's like spacing themselves out and making sure, cause nobody who like came back from quarantine has any desire to go back into quarantine. Thank you to these students for speaking to us and helping us piece together this narrative. This situation continues to evolve, and just this week, more cases were identified in the Hancock residence hall. We hope this offered a glimpse into student life during a very strange time. On Record is written by Neela Connaughton, Will Bird, Sophia Moore, Genevieve Charles, Maggie Lynn, Karen Sun, Ariana Aronson, and Kristen Davidson Schwartz. On Record is produced by Grace Fluhardy. Ann Williams, Carmen Mew, and David Hunt. Our editor is Nabil Raza. Thanks for listening. From the Cavalier Daily, this has been On Record.